Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. Crazy, great song. First gift Daniel ever bought me back in 1991 was a CD of this song by Seal. I'll tell you, one of the uh, stations, the TV channels, that Daniel loves to watch is HGTV. We just bought a house. And we like all those shows, how to improve your house. So she loves this show with these twin brothers. They're great. And uh, they've got a show on, I believe, Sundays, and it's a celebrity version. And there's always a celebrity that wants to fix a friend's house, like a housekeeper, a relative. And ironically, Sunday's was Heidi Klum, who I must tell you looks gorgeous. She's like 50 years old. She looks great. Not my type, but we know that. No, she looks great. And uh, to quote Trump, not my type, but she does. And so these two brothers were, uh, they had Heidi Klum on. And you know that Heidi Klum was married to Seal. You talk about odd couples. Like, uh, I don't know, I'll give you an odd couple. Who's that uh, country singer with the stupid hair? He was married to um, Pretty Woman. What uh, is oh, 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 you're talking about uh, uh, the guy from Foreigner. No, not from Foreigner. Foreigner. Uh, he's a country singer. Yeah, yeah. He was oh, married. He, oh, he's the country singer. He's I thought a, you were talking about Mon- The country what? singer married to uh, the girl who played Pretty Woman, Roberts. Uh, uh, Ju- yeah. Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. What was his name? Um, uh, it was a weird couple. It was it was a Dwight Yoakam? No, not Dwight Yoakam. Well, I forget his name, but it was a weird couple because she was yeah. gorgeous. He was odd-looking. And was Seal's a good-looking guy, but his face is all left right. up. He's got those scars everywhere, well, you know. Shania and she's a, a supermodel. Yeah, and Shania Twain, yeah. who's beautiful. Right. People ex- said that about me and Danielle for years. Trust me. <laughs> she with them. Find out the name. I think it was Lyle Lovett, right? Lyle oh, Lovett. Oh, Lyle Lovett. There you go. Him. That's him. <laughs> My next guest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great congressman, as far as I'm concerned, uh, right there with Rudy the two best politicians in the history of New York, and a dear friend of mine as well, the great Peter King. Home and well, thank God. Peter, how are you, buddy? I tell you, I'm doing a lot better than you. I mean, yeah, I had part of my stomach taken out, but nothing, nothing at all like uh, <laughs> you and your torn hamstring. Really, wow. Are you making fun of me? No, but how could I do that? I mean, no, you're just, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm with Lou. We just you know, revere you. We think you're well, a, well, you a should. legend. Let me I mean, tell you something, Pete King. Let me tell you something, okay, for as big as you are and popular and 
you are a right. magnificent man and 40 years a great politician. When you host an event for Invernacorp on Nostrand Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, at the Knights of Columbus, and mention my name, you get the biggest round of applause. So I must be a somebody. Yeah, I was actually taking a shot at you. They were saying, how can we get people in the media to stand with this? And I said, well, listen, I'm doing the job tomorrow. I'm going on with that crazy Sid Rosenberg. And they started applauding. They started applauding and cheering and all that. And I, I interrupted my speech. And oh, here I am trying to take a shot. You're calling you crazy. And people are applauding it. I well, love that. One thing we have to talk about, you know, our mutual friend, Melissa Zim, and our mutual friend, Joseph Abood. Melissa knows this guy who owns a 1963 Buick Regal, a Joseph Abood edition. He has said he will drive anywhere. He will do anything at all possible to get Joseph Abood to sign the dashboard of his car. Now, I told Melissa I talked to you, your friend of Melissa, your friend of Joseph Abood. So am I. If you can work this out, you're golden. Done. I promise. Done deal. Let me tell you, it's funny you bring that up because Joseph and I had the conversation about those cars. And we know, of course, Joseph made his bones as a fashion designer, dear friend oh, of yeah. yours, mine. I miss all these years. Had his own radio show here on Saturdays not that long ago. But, Peter, he was so proud of those cars, and it never really took off to where Joseph Abood became known as that guy for the cars. But he was so proud of that collection. It's amazing you brought that up. And I promise you, Joseph will sign that guy's car. I promise. You know, now I feel bad, though, because I was going to say that I thought his design of the car looks a lot better than the suit, suit uh, this horse. <laughs> but it must be you, not, you know, not, not Joe. It must be you. you <laughs> That's know. funny. That's funny. It is me. It's not the car. That's funny, Peter King. See, Pete's got it all. He's smart. He's funny. And Pete can hit a grand slam home run. He already said a three-run home run. It could be a grand slam home run, Pete, if you do one thing. It's a big thing, I'll admit. But Curtis Sliwa wants you on your knees apologizing for him telling you a while back about the Nassau Coliseum, about Riverhead. You said he was crazy, doesn't know what he's talking about. And now it turns out he's right. I mean, but this is this a, a legitimate... Apology request from Curtis Sliwa, Peter. Now, the first you heard about this, my good friend Lance, he texted me this morning. He said that wacko Curtis is taking shots at you. So I'm back. Here's the story. Curtis still doesn't know what he's talking about. First of all, he said that Bruce Blakeman was letting immigrants into the Coliseum. Newsday is attacking Bruce because he's refusing to work with Mayor Adams to allow the uh, undocumented immigrants into Nassau County. So that's number one. Number two, we have a news conference this week saying he wouldn't allow it. Thirdly, I don't know what Curtis has been drinking, but Riverhead is not in Nassau County. It's in Suffolk County. Bruce Blakeman has nothing to do with Riverhead. So Curtis is off the wall. He's spending too much time sleeping in the office, eating that junk food that he eats, wandering around. He needs sleep. He's got to get rid of some of his cats. <laughs> and and he, he's got to get his breakfast. What all this comes down to, this is jealousy. He and I went to the same high school. He got thrown out, and I graduated. And he's still looking for his GED. He's still wandering around like a lost soul, oh wandering God. the subways of New York, oh. trying to find a friend. So, no, he's on his own. I'm out there. I'm, I'm doing what's right. I'm yeah. a genius. Yeah. I'm a superstar. You are? He's just a malingerer. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to pass on the message to Curtis. He can take that as- apology and shove it up his ass, yes? Absolutely. That's way up. <laughs> now, the other day, I could have sworn I received a couple of pictures from you, Melissa, with you and Curtis face-to-face, almost like a Mayweather-Pacquiao picture. Yeah, well, here's the story. It's my first day back in the studio. I'm recovering from surgery. I'm doing fine. I'm walking down the hall to do uh, Cats and Cosby, 
and trying to get myself together. And all of a sudden, he comes jumping out from where every sleeps, that side studio there. <laughs> he comes out, and he, start, he starts in again. So thank God Melissa was there. If you notice, she had her arm and her ready to knock him right through the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Starts yeah. in, so pointing fingers at each other. <laughs> it was very close to a uh, mayhem in the hallway. John would, John would have come walking down for the show and seen Curtis on the floor lying there bleeding. He wouldn't know what to do. So. Hey, listen, Curtis, anyway. Curtis is a tough guy, and I give him credit. 40 years of protecting New Yorkers in the streets. He's got zero chance against Melissa Zim. I mean, zero. I don't care who the person is. You can give me... Uh, give me somebody. Give me who's that uh, MMA fighter, the crazy Irishman in his prime, Conor McGregor. He's got no right. chance against Melissa Zim. None. That was Melissa. Not only is she talented and she's you know really good on security, she's absolutely crazy. And once she gets started on Curtis, <laughs> she wouldn't stop. I mean, she would just stand there and you know watch his brains bleed. It's crazy. Yeah, but she's crazy in a good way. Unlike George yeah. Santos, and now people are coming out no, yesterday. No, no. No, Melissa's great. Don't get me wrong. Right, she's, she's great. great. But Santos, now you got Democrats coming out yesterday, and there seems to be a really big move here to expel him. Uh, I talked to a lot of people, as you know, very anecdotal, Peter, but they don't seem to think that's going to happen until this thing moves along legally. Do you think they could expel Santos sooner than later? I hope it's sooner. And if you wait legally, you know, here's that case against him. If he uh, fights that, that could take a good year and a half before he even gets to court. But, however, the ethics committee in the House, they can go ahead with their hearings, their investigations, and if they find enough, and they will. They, again, we have to go into you know, all the lies don't mean anything. What really matters is the false documents he filed with the Congress, with, with the government, with the Federal Elections Commission. That is grounds to be uh, expelled from the Congress. They can, I think, complete that in a month or two, and then they can make a recommendation to the full House that he be expelled. And I would think, first of all, you have all the Democrats voted for it. Even though, you know, They wouldn't vote if it was one of their own. But they would vote to get rid of Santos. I think you're going to find at least uh, 90 to 100 Republicans who would also vote to expel. The guy doesn't belong in Congress. And let me be very political about this. In Nassau County, we have local elections coming up this year. The Democrats want to tie Santos around the head of every Republican running, saying, you know, the Republicans, the party of George Santos. Now, Joe Cairo will do anything to get rid of uh, George Santos. He has nothing to do with us. So long as he's in Congress, this is a burden we have to carry. He should be out of Congress. He doesn't belong there, both politically and morally and governmentally. George Santos should not be in Congress. It's a disgrace. And I know Kevin McCarthy needs the vote, but he's going to end up losing all the votes next year in the elections in uh, 2024. If Santos is still, still there, still hanging around, we have at least four or five Republicans in New York. If I won their elections, if I won two or three points, they can't afford to be having to be defending why Santos is yep. still in Congress, even though they want him out. But they're going to be stuck with him. So I wish Kevin McCarthy would just give the word, do what you have to do. He has to go, let him go. And I said, throw him out. I agree with you. And it makes that quote-unquote graduating class, your friend Anthony D'Esposito, Mark Molinaro, Mike Lawler, it really makes them look bad, too. They did nothing wrong. They're all magnificent men, but they're part of that group, you know, that Hall of Fame group, if you will, yeah. that Santos was a part of. And it just, you got to get rid of this clown. You got to. Now, uh, you worked all those years, not just on Long Island, but Homeland Security, Peter, and did an amazing job. You know, I'll never forget, and neither should New Yorkers forget what you did for 9-11 survivors. I know you had some help, Stuart, some others, but... Really, you dedicated yourself to that, and you did amazing work. So you know all about what goes on, not just in Long Island, but in D.C. as well. This Durham report that came out a couple of days ago, which completely exonerates Donald Trump, the whole Russian hoax stuff. We knew it was a hoax anyway, but do you think this Durham report shuts up Democrats? The answer is no, but Trump must feel good today, yes? 
He has to. I was on the Intelligence Committee to run that whole investigation, the whole Russia hoax investigation. We'd be down three levels below the ground in the sealed, contained uh, building, getting getting all the testimony. I was into Donald Trump Jr., the whole picks, to all of the people that the Democrats are bringing in, Republicans are bringing in. And I can honestly say, and I said it at the time, is there was not one bit of evidence. We had listened to John Brennan and Jim Comey, these guys, uh, General Clapper. There was nothing there. And yet, then you'd watch CNN that night. There'd be Adam Schiffer, Eric Swalwell uh, going on about, you wouldn't believe what we heard, the, ter- the evidence is there. Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians. There was nothing. And listen, I, I get along with Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, so I'm not getting into that. But the fact is, if any campaign was involved with the Russians, whether they knew it or not, it was the Clinton campaign. They were using a Russian intelligence agent to get the Steele dossier. That's who they reached out to. This guy, he said he had converted. He was a Russian intelligence agent giving out all these lies about Trump. That was part of the FBI investigation. Then on top of that, you have them submitting false documents to get wiretaps on people like Carter Page. It was never anything to this. Let me give you one quick example. Hope Hicks, who was the top assistant to Donald Trump. She was in there once for eight hours. They were belaboring us. Swalwell, Schiff, all of them. So I'm there, and they asked her the question, has Donald Trump ever told you to lie? She was smart enough to realize this was a perjury trap. So she says, no, except she said if uh, uh, there was some meeting coming up and he wanted to meet with the guy, he said, you know, yeah, tell him I'll call him tomorrow. That's, that's the worst ever, a white lie. Next thing I know, remember, all this is supposed to be top secret. These guys, Swalwell and Schiff, are on CNN saying, well, it's just, just today, Hope Hicks admitted nice. Donald Trump made her lie. Oh, and that was tied into Russia collusion. Nice. So the story is that basically she was forced to lie about Russia collusion when she was talking about some wacko businessman who wanted to you know, have a meeting he wasn't entitled to, and he said, call back some other time. So I'm just using an example of how they twisted all that. But again, Don Jr. was in there five, six hours, nothing. I get down the whole list of people. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's a disgrace. I think it's one of the worst scandals in the history of the country to have a president of the United States basically accused of being a traitor based on nothing. And the media went along with it. The Times should give it back. It's pulled surprise. Washington Post should. I mean, how many headlines did you see about all this Russian collusion? All of it. Yep. All of it was BS. Yep. These aren't even judgment calls. This was absolute lies. And the Democrats propagated it. The media did it. And even probably to this day, a lot of people still believe there must have been something going on. There was nothing. The president who took the toughest action against Russia was Donald Trump. He bombed and killed Russian troops in Syria. He sent uh, armed uh, weapons to the Ukrainians. He gave nothing to the Russians, and yet he was accused of being involved in collusion. Absolute lies. It's a scandal. Politics is politics. This went beyond that. Absolute disgrace. By the way, Joe and Mika said yesterday the dinner report uh, proves nothing, and they still believe he is uh, in bed with the Russians. They weren't alone. So even after this report, and as you just uh, pointed out so well, Peter, that it's complete nonsense, the Democrats, they're still going with it. Anyway, uh, you're great. Another amazing appearance. Let me know the details about the uh, the car to get it signed by Joseph Abood, and uh, we'll see each other very soon, Peter. I love you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.